0: welcome to another episode of daily american presses chatting with abby today i have a special guest and that guest is blake by hey blake
1: hey abby thanks for having me
0: absolutely my pleasure um blake has become a good friend on twitter his handle is real blake by that's b e y e for the last name if you want to look him up tell us just a little bit about yourself blake
1: yeah. Um, I live in a small town, in middle of Kansas, uh, work for a Ford car dealership, um, nice. and, uh, been here for about three years. I actually graduated from school here in this town, um, okay. from college. I mean, uh, it's, it's nice to be back in, in the town that helped shape my early twenties and post high <laughs> school. Um, but yeah, um, a lot of, that city, city councilman, councilman guy on Twitter. So I, I got elected <laughs> back in November, uh, started serving on the council back in January, and it's it's been a blast. I've enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about that, how you got into it and what it all entails.
1: Yeah. Uh, so basically what it came down to, um, right when COVID hit, um, our little town decided to do a mask mandate. And hmm. that that was to the point for me where I just, I decided, you know, I gripe about it on Twitter. I gripe Mm -hmm. about it to other people. Why don't I actually go and do something about it? So that's when I started toying the idea of running for city council or running for County commissioner or something, you know, I wanted to do something. Um, And there was Mm -hmm. a, a gentleman and a lady here in town. Uh, the, The guy serves on County commissioner and the lady, his wife, the is was a city council woman and she's the spot that I took and they both kind of persuaded me to make a run so um back in March of last year I filed paperwork for election okay um, and uh nobody else decided to run so I uh (laughs) I ran unopposed uh got elected in November uh it was really kind of cool seeing your name at the bottom of the screen when election night's coming in on your local tv station uh,
0: yeah
1: so th- that's been that's been interesting um so yeah then back in uh, january i got sworn in um and so that's that's uh been my start of my political journey at least
0: nice what's the the makeup of the council right now as far as political leaning
1: i'd say we're it's pretty conservative um this town <laughs> this town is a very very red town um okay and same with the state. I mean, the state's fairly red for the most part. Um, so a lot of conservative values, especially in a small town like this, um, people really do appreciate that.
0: So what drove the mask mandate in a, in a red town?
1: You know, it was right at the beginning of COVID and nobody mm-hmm. really knew how to handle it. And so yeah. I give them that the benefit of the doubt. Um, but I just felt like it was infringing on personal freedom and yeah. to me as a conservative I don't want to see policies like that where the government comes in and tells people what to do that's not their job that's not their role. yeah that makes sense. so yeah it's uh, that it's just a small sample of how lo- how politics in general can impact a community at a local level.
0: Yeah, and how people can do something that feels right in the moment out of Mm -hmm. either fear or maybe altruism that is nevertheless an encroachment on freedom. Exactly. So you were telling me off air that it's a pretty low commitment for city council. What What does the job look like?
1: Yeah, Absolutely. so basically we meet twice a month um, for about an hour and a half, and we vote on budget proposals. We vote on uh, certain spending items that, you know, you, when you think about, you know, city workers, they have to get paid. And so the way mm-hmm. that they get paid is the council approves the checks. Okay. Um, so it's it's pretty mundane, stuff like that. Um, but then we get into some bigger bigger stuff like my first month a guy wanted to come in and build uh shipping container homes okay uh, for airbnbs and the city the people of the city threw a fit about it because they Hmm. they didn't know what they looked like and it was all sorts of drama um it, it it eventually didn't uh go through or the plan fell through i guess but um occasionally you'll get get people like that or topics like that that are a little controversial but in the main scheme of things it's it's really minor
0: i remember that sort of thing in my very small town growing up where businesses had a really hard time getting approval especially if they were chains coming from outside the town to to get started how how does small town politics and i mean obviously at a, at a state level, you could never say you can't have, do, do business here. So what is local politics like in that regard?
1: Well, just in regards to that, that issue, um, you get phone calls, you get text messages, you get people coming to your door because they want their voice to be heard. And that's the purpose of me running for council was to be that voice for the community. Um, so it's, it's more personal because when you look at like even a state representative, um, I'm fortunate enough to be really good friends with him, but
0: Mm -hmm.
1: he doesn't live in Hillsborough. He doesn't know how Hillsborough operates on a daily basis. Cause I work here. I I work side by side with these people. And so to me, local politics I think is more important than state or even federal because it's more personal. Um, it's more It's more relational and uh, you see these people every day. Yeah. Like, I get people that will come and visit me at the Ford dealership wanting to talk <laughs> about like, we got to but... do this outside of work because it's, I mean, <laughs> you don't want to, you don't want to impede on your livelihood, but um, it's, it's, that. I mean, that's how small of a town it is. I mean, people, everybody knows everybody. Um, they always, they want their voice to be heard, but, uh, it's important to have somebody that understands articulates that as, as best as they can on the council.
0: Right. Have you, I know you haven't been doing it super long, but has anyone ever tried to bribe you or coerce you in any way?
1: No, I mean, there's been jokes here and there, but yeah, I, I haven't seen anything like that. I mean, gotcha. it's, yeah.
0: It sounds like it would be easy at that level. You know to just go to your workplace and say oh i'll buy it will buy a truck from you if you will yeah. way."
1: yeah um and like i said i've only been on the council for two yeah. months and so i haven't had to experience any of that um uh, i'm sure in a, i'm sure in other communities that happens all the time but no i i try to stay away from that um mm-hmm. like for instance um the city of hillsborough does all their service work at our Ford dealership. Oh. So whenever those checks come to approve fixing a vehicle or when they bought a new vehicle, like mm-hmm. I abstain from those votes because that, that, For that. directly impacts mm-hmm. my paycheck from outside right. of the council. So I abstain to those votes just to cover my butt because I don't <laughs> want to be... F- caught in an awkward position
0: right No, well, that's really good so you kind of hinted that you might like to do something bigger at some point how do you see your political career going in an ideal world
1: you know i have at this at this time right now i'm probably just gonna stick with city council um it's okay. the best it's the best way that i can make an impact um so maybe 10 years down the road maybe look at running for a, a state house seat. I don't know. Um, I'd have to do some praying and thinking about that because that's a big commitment. Um, that's a lot of people to look after. And I'm doing for the right reasons. reasons, you know, you get so many politicians that have been there for years that don't know what's going on in these communities.
0: Hmm. Okay. So even even at a even at the next level above you where there's somebody representing a pretty small area of land, those people are still out of touch.
1: Uh, yeah, yes and no. Um, the the county that I'm in, the county commissioners, they're all from different communities. So those communities operate differently than my, my community. And so when you mm-hmm. get all those people together, sometimes there's fighting, sometimes there's arguing, but that's because they're coming from different perspectives. They're coming from different communities with different needs. Um, So there's some of that, but I've never sat in on a commissioner meeting, so I couldn't attest to that.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, I think there's a lot of people out there who, have a lot of interest in politics spend a lot of time either arguing with their family members about politics or arguing with their friends and coworkers, or Mm -hmm. yelling about it on twitter but have never even thought about um local politics except maybe to think oh that's something i could never do so what would you say to somebody like that
1: put your money where your mouth is if uh if you if if uh complaining and arguing all the time gives you satisfaction go out and change something go out and do mm-hmm. it i mean that's what did it for me i <clears throat> i never had any aspirations of running for politics even mm-hmm. though i love politics <laughs> but it was it was, was the mask mandate, mandate thing that that finally put it over the edge and say okay we got to put a stop to this we got to get some people in there that are going to put the citizens first and act accurately represent them um and so to all those that are thinking about it, just give it a try. If you don't like step down. Um, um, it's a way you can give back to your community. and How many people, people will support you if you're doing it for the right reasons? A lot of people that voted for mm-hmm. me, I probably disagree with on everything politically with them. But they still supported me because they wanted to be represented.
0: Yeah. Wow. Can you give an example
1: of that um i don't want to give away names but i've had private conversations with with people you know outside of work that um i know i disagree with them because i argue with them on facebook all the time <laughs> and they still came up to me and said hey we're we're really proud of you for deciding to run um you've got my vote and so that's that's awesome. that's, in, that's encouraging to hear that you know that's that's what makes all these resigned jokes uh not as irre- like irrelevant because I know the <laughs> people of my town are proud of me. So,
0: yeah, talk about the resign joke for oh, anyone who doesn't know.
1: <laughs> I don't really know how it started. Um, I think it happened on election night,
0: mm-hmm.
1: or no, it was before that. Um, so I'm I'm in a. Um, I am i am in I do not know if you're familiar with the Habibi Bros. Um, mm-hmm. They have a Discord channel that I interact with frequently. Somebody, I don't remember remember who it was, um, said, you know, you should resign because you're going to be in public office now. And so they just kind of ran with it. And (laughs) it's kind of, it's just kind of blown up. Like Twitter, the Discord, um, (laughs) like every chance that they get, they tell me to resign. And they like make memes and stuff, and I think it's hilarious. Um, I
0: think it is
1: too. Yeah, because I know they're not being you. serious. They're not being yeah. serious, but um, it's just funny. Just funny to see those those pictures and memes, and <laughs> Jay Jay and Siraj dropping it on their shows, and it's, <laughs> it's playful banter, is what it is. But that's how that more people
0: than. <laughs> More people than live in your town have probably liked those memes.
1: Oh, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> my boss found them the other day, and that's
0: so funny.
1: He thinks it's hilarious. He'll he'll come he'll come and say, "Blake, you should resign." I'm like, You're <laughs> "Here or the council." <laughs> yeah, that's that's how that little thing got started.
0: I had wondered right around the time when I first saw it there was something Siraj had responded to with regard to the list. And I think he had told that person to resign or something. So I, wa- I wondered if it was I, kind you of,
1: you might be, you might be right. I'd have to ask him.
0: Maybe. Or I don't just, think he's the yeah. one
1: that started it though. I think it was somebody else in the discord <laughs> and he just kind of ran with it.
0: That's so good. I, I love making friends on Twitter who can then make fun of you. And mm-hmm. mostly.
1: it's just, it's, yeah, it's, it's all in good fun.
0: So let me ask some more about how local politics work. Because I confess uh-huh. I'm painfully unaware of it. Um, mm-hmm. It's just something that kind of happens. Um, we hear a lot about school boards. Right. Is is city council like the, the lowest level you can get into into politics? Or would you say school board would be?
1: Um honestly it's probably the hardest to get into especially in this climate okay. right now just because I'm school board because of what's happening in all of our schools um okay. city council i wouldn't say it's it's basically in line with the mayor like the mayor refers to us and or defers to us on decisions and Budgets and the 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 plan, the city administrator basically works for us, so we okay. don't have to. Um, and then we just vote. Basically, is what it is. All right. But if if you wanted to get involved in your community, school board is going to be the toughest unless you're very popular. Okay. Um, it's just a lot more work because everybody wants to. City so council. Can. Uh, people think it's a boring job, so that's probably why I ran on a post because nobody else wanted to do it. But I, I enjoy the meetings; they're they're fun. Um, it's a great way to learn uh, even more about politics because it goes yeah. beyond your big your big uh, big topics. It's it's more than that.
0: You have to apply your philosophies, exactly. or ideologies, in a really exactly. nitty gritty.
1: Yep. Place. In the trenches is what I call it.
0: Yeah. What is something interesting that you have seen done so far in your two months?
1: Hmm. You know, I I will say back in February, no, January, middle, end of January, um, we went to Topeka, which is the capital of Kansas, and we had our local politics day okay and that was really interesting because we got to tour the capitol we got to tour or we met with lawmakers and what was interesting to me um all of these local politicians from all over the state were here and they were all interacting with each other and i know that a lot of them weren't republican a lot of them were democrats but it was interesting how they worked together without complaining and fighting. And mm.
0: like,
1: it was all, it was all constructive and good. And yeah. we got to hear from the mayor or the governor who's not a Republican. And then we got to hear from the Republic. Um, just a vast a variety of different um perspectives on politics coming together to support these local communities so that was cool um yeah. sh- shows that there is still some positivity in in politics
0: that ability to work together and be friendly across the aisle is something that i've i've seen people not even value that much anymore i see mm. a lot of people at least on twitter you know you know posting photos of politicians obviously having a good time together and being being friends and being amicable and acting like that's an act of a traitor but you can't really you couldn't get anything done if you treated all the democrats no No, you (laughs) couldn't yeah do you have are there any democrats on your city council
1: i don't believe so i have never asked them um but they all seem like they're pretty conservative
0: how do you think it would be if there was? How, how would you imagine acting?
1: Uh, I honestly probably wouldn't change much because we're not voting on high profile issues. It's all local stuff. And mm. it probably wouldn't change much at all. And if it was, I, you know, you work with them. You have to. You
0: have to. Yeah. Otherwise, you just sit there and UDL all day.
1: Exactly. And nothing would ever <laughs> exactly. be done. Yes.
0: What's your take on the overall, overall climate politically, culturally?
1: Um, I think people are frustrated. Uh, Mm. I think it's pretty obvious. And we saw that in November of last year, um, a Republican won the state of Virginia. I mean, you don't see that very often. Um, I think the Democrats have overplayed their hand. Um, Mm they've allowed this vaccine and this mandate basically is a death sentence for them in in november of this year um i think there's a red red wave coming and uh especially seeing all of these democrats retire or not seek re-election
0: mm-hmm. i think
1: they know the writings on the wall um so they're trying to jam through as much as they can before they get clobbered in the midterms um, but I, I think, as a country, the people are just frustrated. Um, yeah, they're they're tired of leaders overstepping their boundaries, implementing things that are disrupting their lives. Mm-hmm. This virus is not going away, so we need to learn to live with it. We need yeah, in the mandates, in in the lockdowns, they're not working. You're gonna you're gonna get it. And if I get it again, I get it again. It's like the flu. Yeah. We need to go back to normal. We can't keep doing it this way.
0: I am absolutely astounded that it went on this long.
1: Well, it was never about about the virus. Right. It's about control. I mean, you see all these these high-profile politicians and actors and telling you to wear a mask, but then you always see them without one. So it's like what? Like it, it's done. It's over. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you don't, don't. If you want to get a vaccine, get one. If you don't, don't get one. That's simple. Yeah. And look what's happening in Canada right now. Mm-hmm. These these truckers were vaccinated. Yeah. They're against tyranny. And that's what it is. It's it's all about power. You know, you give you give the government 1 inch of your rights and they will take a mile. And that's obvious what they did.
0: So even in, even in your town where the mandate seemed to make sense at first, that was an inch. How long did it take to, to get that?
1: They, I think they only did it for a couple months and then they got so much backlash that they just dropped it and it's never been brought up again. And it probably, and it probably never will. Mm.
0: Your town was smart enough to see it for what it was right off the bat and not it, allow it. Exactly. I wasn't. I I definitely led with my feelings and wanted to wanted to make everybody feel good and like oh, well maybe the government shouldn't mandate it, but everyone should still wear masks and my husband was like abby you're being silly like this is this is bad yep and it just took me a long time to see to see it for what it was
1: well i i think like after a few months we started to understand how the virus works Mm -hmm. and we just didn't know and at that time i was still pushing hey we should not be mandating anything in fact i proposed um that instead of mandating businesses to wear masks Mm -hmm. why don't you incentivize them to wear masks like give them a tax break or something but it never went anywhere um Mm -hmm. because i i don't have a problem with businesses saying you have to wear a mask if you want to be in here because that's their business they have the right to make that decision if they want to right um the government does not have the right to step in and demand everybody wear one
0: Yeah, it it gets real blurry when the government is coercing a private business into a decision.
1: Yeah, and that's yeah, I get that to me. That would make more sense than a mandate instead of punishing people for wearing a mask. Because they were going to fine people if they weren't wearing a mask. And I was like, that seems pretty tyranny to me. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Pretty tyranny. Right. And I I definitely agree. There's a difference between a positive incentive and a, and a negative one right. when you provided. I think what the government is doing with Spotify, right? Or has been with regard to Joe Rogan amounts right. to coercion. Right. And it's difficult to know what what else going behind the scenes, but I've I've heard a lot of people say like, oh, they're a private company, they can do whatever they want, and it's like, are they really doing what they want, or yeah, they, have they received? That's so a little much bit pressure. different
1: coercion. That's yeah, that's the government not liking what he has to say. So this we're doing this. A yeah. government incentive to wear masks is more along the lines of wanting to implement safety without punishing the people.
0: Mm. Yeah. It is.
1: I don't agree with it, but at the time I did. Yeah. Um, But that's just my own opinion now.
0: It would have been, I'm really curious. I think it's going to probably take years of analysis, but I'm curious where the line is. Like how, that does a virus have to be to justify any type of incentive or mandate, or yeah. is it ever justified?
1: Yeah, that's, that's
0: really fuzzy in
1: there. It is. Yeah, I agree with that. It's going to take a long time to, to re, to understand, you know, when, when enough is enough.
0: Mm hmm. I think it's crazy to how much of the left's rhetoric is just a, an outright lie at this point. Right. Like it used to be it was just a spin. Mm-hmm. You know, you have your bias. I have my bias. We're arguing our points. We're looking at the same facts. we're arguing our points and everyone's everything's kind of clear and you can come to your own conclusion about it. Right. But now I see people parroting outright lies about various issues and i don't mm-hmm. know how how you get through that
1: right i don't know either that's that's a tough one to, to to think about i think you're on the right track though um but yeah i i agree
0: well it has been a real it's been a real pleasure talking to you
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely i um thanks for having me on
0: yeah um if you're listening, Blake's handle on Twitter is real Blake By by spelled B E Y B E Y E. Yes, sorry B E Y E. And you should definitely go follow him and tell him to resign.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> and um, if I see memes and you tag me in them, I'll definitely I'll definitely retweet them. Oh, uh, if you're telling Blake to resign, we definitely need to. To get in and resign. So, perfect. I think I'm going to title this episode, Why Hasn't Blake Resigned Yet? There you go. (laughs) All right. I will see you out on Twitter, Blake.
1: All right. Thanks for having me.
0: You're welcome. Bye bye.